This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. To find out more about Joy 94.9, check out joy.org.au. So you're listening to Little Fish on Joy 94.9. I'm here talking to the fabulous songstress, Kobe Grant. Thanks for joining us today, Kobe. No worries. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> Not a problem. So, um, <laughs> so you're gaining some real rapid success at the moment. Uh, how does it feel to, to finally see all your hard musical work finally be rewarded? Awesome. Like, it's been... Yeah, it's been it's been really great right now. I'm on because I'm on the national tour for the for the new EP, and um, the response has been fantastic. And um, you know, a few great things are happening with my songs overseas, and I just um, you know it's going really well. And and I'm I'm stoked that it is like a, you know, and it's it has been a few years of hard work, and just being independent in general is like continuous hard work. But you know, it's all kind of worth it when it starts paying off. Definitely, your name has been splashed around all over the place. <laughs> yeah, that's good. My publicist is doing a great job. <laughs> they definitely are. Uh, how, does, how does it feel to sort of be walking walking down the street and um, see posters for, for your national tour stuck up on train stations? You know, like, I take photos if I see them. <laughs> like, I just, whenever I see anything like that, I take them and, like, collect them all the little articles and stuff so my mum's making a scrapbook and I think that's pretty cool so um but yeah I I um it's it's definitely been been great it's been a great experience to to start getting out there a little bit more definitely definitely and that's good of mum to to stay supportive of you and make a scrapbook Ah, of course, that's what mums are for (laughs) most definitely so how did you get uh, started in music um, well, I, you know, we were kind of raised in a musical household anyway. Um, me and my brothers, we played the piano from an early age and then I started playing the guitar when I was about 16 and then I just started writing heaps of songs and it was when I was 19 that I moved to Melbourne to just kind of focus on original music and, and um, you know, I'm, well, when I came over I was pretty naive. I just kind of thought I'd come over and get a record deal and that definitely is not the way it works so yeah then I just realized what I needed to do and I um you know put my bum down and and started working hard and and have just been the last couple of years especially has been amazing like with the recordings in the states and starting to tour nationally this is my fourth national tour now so um you know it's just been awesome getting out there and the support that I've had from um, local community stations, ABC, Rage, Channel V, like it's, it's been great. It's definitely like the, the industry's really sort of supporting you and getting behind you there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you had um, help making your, your video clip and... Yeah. Um, cr- like all these wonderful things have happened, like uh, that, that don't even, you know, and I think it's maybe it is just, it's just probably like, you know, from my initial hard work and getting out there, but MySpace has been amazing. Like, lots of venues find me through MySpace, but the guy who filmed my clips also found me on MySpace. Um, the publishing company who I you know, gonna go through, they found me on MySpace. Premier artists signed me up after I did my first national tour. Like, you know, so it's been mad. Yeah, definitely. You're one of the lucky few that, that gets picked up. Um, just, yeah, just like that, it just... um. Just one yeah. of those talents that... You know, I think it's, um, 
like it's it's funny like and even I mean not even at my level but even at the level of like when it's when it really explodes and it's bigger for like those worldwide artists like it's there's no such thing as like an overnight success the the harder you work the luckier you get and like even though now it's just starting to um, go really well like it has been for hard years of you know slogging it out. <laughs> Well, most definitely. Uh, tell us about your, your first national tour. You all get, you did everything yourself. Yeah, it was mental. Like, I, I guess I just kind of threw myself into it. Like, you know, and being the artist and booking all the gigs, like some venues um, were really great and supportive and some venues just wouldn't even answer the phone to me. Um, but organising, like, the constant, it was like months of preparation because, you know, to organise the tour, it ended up being 24 dates in six weeks, which was just crazy anyway but but just everything goes with it like hiring everything and flying the musicians everywhere and accommodation and gears and and car hire and invoices and then getting up and like playing the shows and you know so <laughs> it was a lot of hard work but playing the shows is the thing that keeps me going yeah and it but at the end of the day in terms of all that organizing the playing the show was really the last thing you did I know, I know. So, but all those shows were awesome. Like, you know, every show that I get to play and as it's starting to build up as well, like, it's just so wonderful to see my music reaching more people and, you know, people coming along to the shows and singing along and, you know, just coming up and saying hi and, and telling me how they came across it. And, I, you know, it's just, it's a wonderful thing and I'm just so happy. <laughs> I can un understand how you would be. It was r really fabulous. Um, I saw you at the top of, uh, I think, about a year ago or something like that. Oh, cool. Yeah, and then I just kept seeing Kobe Grant everywhere. So, oh, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So tell us about your um, current CD, which you've got out now. How was the recording process of that? Well, I went over, um, I recorded in the States again. It was in uh, Boston. And, and it was the second time I went to this studio. The first time for my first EP, I did um, two tracks in LA and two tracks in Boston, but it was the guys in Boston, uh, Anthony J. Rester is the name of the producer. I loved them. Like, they, you know, it was amazing. The studio was amazing. The songs that we came out with, like, we were on the same wavelength, so I knew I wanted to go back with those guys. And I went back and spent two weeks. I lived in the studio on their leather couch and um, you know we just workshopped the songs and put them down and worked on a production and you know I just learnt so much again and hopefully um, you know I think I've got my, I hope my songwriting has improved and I think I've got some different kind of styles for people to listen to and, and hopefully enjoy. Definitely definitely and you, it, is a, it is a really beautiful CD you've got, got out there some really really um, nice tracks and stuff Oh, uh, wh where do you get your inspiration and your influences from when you write your songs? Um, definitely from things that happen to me. Like, I love when I listen to songs that are more abstract and the meaning isn't obvious. I, I think it's beautiful, but I can't write like that. Like, I, I seem to only be able to write specifically about my own experiences. So, I mean, when people come to shows, it's, it's, a very, it's a really intimate thing because I am truly revealing, like, how I feel about certain things and um, things that I've gone through. And I just get inspired um, by love and, and my life. You know, I'm definitely not a political writer or anything like that. But, yeah, just things that happen to me. And what was it like when you first started uh, sort of performing with those, uh, you know, songs that meant a lot to you? Was it an odd experience when suddenly people would come up to you and they, they knew so much about your life? 
Well, you know, it's kind of... I think it's kind of, I think that's why so many people, um, you know, they can relate because even though you write it specifically about yourself and your own experience, a lot of songwriters do, you know, songs are written in a way where people can definitely relate them to their own life. And I mean, a lot of us have gone through the same experiences in life and love and, you know, and do, uh, you know, do find something in common with the songs that we listen to. So when people come up and say, oh, you know, that really helped me through or that really inspired me or I really related to that, it's just, it's it's wonderful. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. It's good to know that you're actually sort of touching people the way that those experiences made made a mark on your life as well. So that must be really special. which artist would you um, say was your biggest inspiration or influenced you? If you could support sort of any band in or artist in the world, Ooh. who would it be? And they can be dead. Oh, <laughs> um, if I could support anyone, if I could support anyone from the older era that I used to listen to, it would be Carol King. If I could support anyone now, it would be John Mayer. Awesome. That yeah. Would, but I can see that happening. I can I definitely see so. that happening. You know what? I've got like a picture of him, a promo picture of him, and underneath it I've written, appearing with special guest Kobe Grant. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe, maybe one day. <laughs> Apparently, according to that, um, that, I, that segment that was on the Oprah show a few years ago where they had that guy that wrote that book, The Secret or something. Oh, and he's, the vision boards and stuff. Yeah, yeah. If, if you put it on your fridge and look at it every day, it will come true. So. Well, I've been looking at John Mayer because I just love him. I think he's a genius. But I have so many influences. Like, the list is, is endless. Like, there's so much amazing music out now. Like, I love Kate Nash, Damien Rice, Lily Allen, Coldplay, Jewel, and then back, like, you know, I love the Eagles and Eric Clapton. Like, there's so much. It could go on and on. Yeah, definitely. And you've really got to take, yeah, some from some from what's out there to make something that's truly your own. Mm, mm. So when are you um when are you playing next? When's your next gigs? So I'm at the end of the national tour. I just got back from Apollo Bay Music Festival, which was incredible. Um, and the last two gigs are this Saturday and Sunday. So Saturday the third of April and Sunday the fourth at the Toff in Town. The Saturday night has already sold out, but the Sunday night. Um, there's still tickets, so please come along. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that one will sell out as well. Hopefully. Which has been your favourite gig of all the ones you've played? Um, I would say probably one of my favourites was supporting Newton Faulkner. That was incredible. I can I can imagine there. So tell us, what's the name of your new record out? So it's called Fanfare for Love. And, and it's an EP CD-ROM, so there's a video clip on it, and there's four tracks, four new tracks that people listen to. All right, and will copies be available at your gig on Saturday and Sunday? Definitely, they're there, and they're on iTunes, they're on my website, kobegrant.com, so they're available, they're out there. <laughs> Definitely, so I can recommend all listeners to see if you can grab the last remaining tickets of Kobe's show on Sunday and Get yourself a copy of her fabulous new EP. It's really, really good new stuff there from a genius singer-songwriter from, uh, well, originally Perth, but now Melbourne. Anyway, thank you so much for talking to us tonight, Kobe. Oh, thank you for having me. (laughs) No problem. I'm sure you've inspired a lot of listeners with your story of success. Oh, fingers crossed. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, good luck with John Mayer. 
Okay. <laughs> Joy 94.9 is a GLB TIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.